1: Let's
2: go, baby. For
3: over 15 years, providing a unified voice for the outdoors and the American spirit. You're clear to go. Wait for a green light and good luck. A show in which all others will be judged.
4: Well, it sounds like
5: this. I could have used a little more (laughs) cowbell. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Imitated, but
1: never duplicated. That's why we don't drink at work.
6: (laughs) Give it up for your very own homegrown hero.
3: Live from America's heartland, The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network.
4: I started hunting because
2: it's something my family has done for generations and my dad got me into it
1: when I was little. We
5: hear that a lot, that in this modern day and age we have to proactively and excessively manage wildlife. I don't buy it. Listen, again, if, if everything's being used, if the meat's
7: being used, it's not like you're just going and, you know, killing and nothing's happening with it. I mean, I think they're a very big distinctions. Online, people calling his kill despicable. It's almost like the same logic as it, you, it doesn't make it better if you, and this is a bad example, but like say you, you can't hit a woman and then say, well, I donated to a domestic violence shelter. Now I know the difference yeah, between those things. But the money, to me, being paid for it is just the excuse to go and do it. We're proud to be hunters, and we'll never apologize for being a hunter. Hunters,
1: we are a fraternity, very definitely in the minority, a collection of people with the never-ending love of everything the outdoors offers. We are maligned, cursed at, and spat upon. Every day, people try to outlaw our sport. Those souls have no clue what we feel. I hunt because I exist. And I am, above all, proud to be a hunter. You
2: all should be ashamed of yourselves for trying to kill a heritage
1: that has existed for over a million years. Literally since the dawn of man. That was the great... Jim Zumbo. Jim Zumbo. I love Jim Zumbo. I do too. When she says it, she salutes. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I do. You have to salute when you say Jim Zumbo. It's just natural. You know, I want to talk about something for... You know, because I think it's total like... Oh my god, women have babies You've heard of postpartum depression, right? Oh yeah, True. I have it all the time Mrs. Bunny, is it is it a real thing? It's a real thing, yeah There is actually something, and this is no joke, guys It is actually called Post Waterfowl in Upland ah. Depression Uh-oh And there's a song for it Let's do it It's gonna be the greatest song ever <laughs> <laughs> People love my singing <laughs> Frank, play it! I put my shotgun away Sat down and cried today, my old Chesapeake of Big Bay retriever won't get a bit un- It's oh, true. Of its, song. it's just depressing. <laughs> I am so depressed when waterfowl seasons end in upland. It is, oh God, it's gut-wrenching. But you know what? Good
4: thing is, we still have a couple weeks left. Actually, and if you're in Colorado, you got till mid-February. Did anyone like that song? I loved, I loved it. it. Yeah. yeah. It really Spoke yeah. to the heart. You won't sell so anything.
1: But... Right, so
2: I, are... s- I saluted again. <laughs>
1: she saluted us. She had to close her eyes and dream of Jim Zumbo I when did. I was singing. All right, so this is so cool. We're talking about bird busting. We're going to to take advantage of the last few weeks of upland and waterfowl seasons for the 2016-2017 season. We're gonna be joined by Barney Kayla from Drake's Migration Nation there on Sportsman Channel. I actually think we have a clip. Uh he's talking about calling He's your three time world champion duck caller. Uh Frank got that ready? This is something to remember. All right, take a listen. Barney Kayla.
8: Let the professionals do the calling. We don't need anybody sounding like Daffy Duck. <laughs> I don't get to that to that extreme. But what I usually do is, you know, most people will ask, you know, well, can I call too? And I tell them, absolutely. Everybody calls at the duck. There's some contest judges fly by, I'll take care of those. You
1: couldn't pay me <laughs> to blow a
8: duck no hole in way. front of that guy. I, I
1: would even carry one. I would be so embarrassed to even pick one up in front of him. All right, so we're going to be joined by him just after the break. Then check this out. Benelli presents To Kill a King, a special two-part series. That's going to be airing on Outdoor Channel. We have the producer, Jared Reem Also, the director, Alex Joseph, they're going to be stopping by as well. Uh, Now, this is January 23rd, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. The first episode is going to air. Hey, they're going to go after the King
4: Eider, which is a a sea duck. Yeah. And it's going to be on St. Paul Island, about 300 miles off the coast of Anchorage. Terrible conditions. That's right. And then the second part is going to air January
1: 30th, 9 p.m. Eastern time once again on Outdoor Channel. Then we're going to be joined by John Gector of Raining Skies Waterfowl just outside of Denver. Giving us some fabulous goose hunting tips. That's right. Late season stuff. All right, Mrs. Bunny, what you got?
2: I've got some pheasant stuff for you guys.
1: All right, Mrs. Bunny, she's so going to talk about pheasants? Possibly a recipe? Possibly, guys. And it's brought to you by Nissan.
3: And now the amazing Mrs. Bunny with details on upland hunting. Brought to you by Nissan at NissanUSA.com.
2: Um. It is cold. It's very cold. And I'm thinking comfort food, guys. All right. Ooh. And what is better than a can of beer shoved up the rear of an upland game bird? The kazuba. The kazuba. <laughs> uh, beer can pheasant. Yeah. Right? Never heard of that. Well, beer can chicken, beer can quail, beer can pheasant. Whatever you want to do, but beer can pheasant. So now
1: phe- I, I hold on. I'm not that great at anatomy, but is a pheasant's keister big enough for a beer can? No, you actually, no, but. After you clean it, maybe. <laughs> okay. Kind of. So, uh, bend you, over and spread your cheeks. You're going
2: to need two whole pheasants with the skin intact.
1: Okay.
3: Uh,
2: a quarter cup of fresh rosemary leaves chopped. A quarter cup of fresh basil leaves chopped up. A quarter cup of parsley chopped. Four garlic cloves. A lemon slice and dice. Uh, a quarter cup of softened butter, salt and pepper. And then two cans of beer. So you're going to start at the neck and carefully separate the skin from the body. Try not to tear the skin. And then the idea is to create a space, like a pouch, if you will, between the skin and the body.
1: Oh, kind of stuff it.
2: Right. So in a bowl, you're going to combine all of your seasonings, um, plus your uh, lemon and your butter, and a few shakes of salt and pepper. And then with your fingers, you're going to take that, and you're going to spread a layer of that mixture between the skin and the breast of each pheasant. So you're going to stuff this mixture inside that pouch that you created between the skin. That's why you
1: don't want to rip the skin because you don't want those seasonings to seep out. You want to keep them in there. Okay.
2: Right. Then you're going to take and you're going to season the outside of the cavity with salt and pepper also. And then you open up the beer, pour off, or if you want to drink, drink off, it about a third of the liquid, and then place the open beer can inside the bird. Um, there's a lot of different uh, devices out there that you can get to keep birds in the beer can upright. Okay.
1: Like a turkey cannon.
2: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of different things out there that you can get. So
1: Just run by Cabela's. They have a little bit of everything.
2: Yeah. But if you don't have that, place them on their back with the can opening turned up. And then place the birds in a baking pan and roast them in a preheated 350-degree oven for 30 minutes or until the internal temperature is about 150 degrees. Uh, we do this all the time with chicken oh, yeah. in, a, in our smoke vault. And Ooh. it's always
1: delicious. It you know. So. And, and one thing we have found, because I am a connoisseur of beer. There you I go. drink a lot of beer all the time, mainly because of that post-Waterfowl Upland depression. depression yeah. It's just so hard um, to get those beer cans mm, up as no, Kazuba. You know, <laughs> one beer that I'm not most fond of. Buttweiser? Hey, you watch your mouth! <laughs> no, it's Miller High Life. But the thing is, and Bunny will attest to this. He
2: doesn't like drinking it. I don't like
1: drinking it, but it is the most fabulous beer to cook with, really. It's
2: great. It I is, cook a lot with it. It is the
1: champagne of beers to cook with. Yeah. No, seriously, it is so They fabulous. should coin that phrase. It pairs so well cooking with wild game. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah.
2: Um... Uh, in the vein of pheasants, this is late season. A lot of states, your big states, South Dakota, has already closed. A lot of states have already closed. But some of them are open, like Kansas, until the end of January. Yep. So if you're going to be hunting late season, there's really very few hunters afield, honestly. And by the time the snow flies, or as it is, the ice falls here, a lot of most of the birds are gone. It's not uncommon, did you know, for more than the half of a state's population of pheas- pheasants to be harvested during the opening flurry of hunting.
1: Well, you can really tell that hunting pressure has backed off because just driving the back. Macros? You're seeing pheasants everywhere. Across the road. In yeah. ditches, like you said, along the tree lines. They're there if you want to get out. You just have to brave the elements, right? But now is a great time. Make a break, guys. There you have it, folks. Jim said now's a good time. You better pack <laughs> Put your two stuff. bucks down on that one. You better go. All right, so don't go anywhere, though, at least until you have heard from Barney Calif. He's a three-time world champion. Duck caller. He is also the host of Drake's Migration Nation on Sportsman Channel. He is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. That's right. We'll be right back. Now we got anyways. Big shout out though. Thank you, Jim, for cutting this off short. <laughs> uh, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, plus Nissan Silencer Shop, Cinch, High Mount Seasonings, and Cabela's. Mrs. Bunny.
2: See you guys later. That was
1: a fabulous recipe. Thank you. You return for the closeout. I'll be back, guys. I put my shotgun away sat down and cried with Jim. I right, we'll return with Body Caleb. right after
3: this. It's a fact. The human body can survive 28 days without food, but less than four minutes without picking up the phone and checking social media. Connect with Jim and Trav on Facebook, Twitter, and at JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned.
7: The revolution will continue after these short messages. Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This should be good. The new app from Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network.
9: That's what we've been looking for.
7: Stream or download from the largest library of hunting, fishing, and shooting sports content you can't get anywhere else. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. Get some! Thousands of episodes, all at your fingertips. Sign
5: up with promo code radio at MyOutdoorTV.com you hear that? It's not a countdown. It's a count up. 36,101 miles. 36,102 miles. Day after day, you push your truck to the limit. But here's the thing. Most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for only three years, 36,000 miles. Just 36,000 miles? Come on. Your odometer doesn't care if your warranty falls short. It just keeps on ticking. So here's what Nissan's going to do. We're backing the 2017 Titan with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. So the odometer can keep doing its job. And you can keep doing yours. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan and America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper limited warranty details available at your local nissan dealer certain exclusions apply call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details
3: welcome back to the revolution with jim and trav we're bird busting this week now here's bernie caleb from drake's migration nation on sportsman channel presented by outdoor channel sportsman channel world fishing network and nissan here are the boys
4: Hey, this is a Revolution, and if you're just joining you us, you missed a great recipe that Mrs. Bunny gave us about pheasants. I can't believe we're having like a upland slash
1: waterfowl show, and she didn't do her duck call. <laughs> that is just—it's a—I know it. It's a travesty. All right, we're busted birds on today's show. That—that that recipe. Sounded delicious. Especially
4: if you can stuff that beer can up at uh, wazoo. We you call Kazuba? it? Kazuba. Kazuba. Our next
1: guest, he is delicious himself, Mr. Barney Califf. Make sure you watch Drake's Migration Nation there on Sportsman Channel every time I have
4: We got to we gotta do a song.
1: I love you. You love me. We're a happy family. Why are you purple? Anyways, Mr. Barney, Barney Califf, three-time world champion duck collar I just sang to you. It was brilliant. Uh, welcome to the show. All right, so this it is nasty out right now, guys. It is just, there's so much ice. Ice. There is snow out. It is treacherous. People do need to be careful. Uh, But Mr. Barney, is this a time that we should really just be sitting on the couch, uh, watching Sportsman Channel, possibly some reruns of Drake's Migration. Drake's Migration Nation. Maybe hop on uh, MyOutdoorTV.com. Or should we be out there hunting them? What say you, man?
8: i about this? Considering I fell in my driveway this morning, I'd say, watch the Sportsman's channel. <laughs> I, uh, no, I'll, I'll be dead honest. You should be hunting. It's brutal in these conditions, obviously. It's yeah. coming down on you. But to be dead honest, I was supposed to leave this morning to go film an episode for Migration Nation. But the roads are just too bad, so we're going to postpone it today.
4: Yeah, now you are out there last night, and say you've got open water. You get up this morning, and a cold front has passed through, and now you've got ice everything's okay. frozen over yeah uh, do you start to hunt fields are you scouting uh, looking for those migrating or uh, actually moving birds uh, do they not mind ice on the uh, on the water you guys hunt in some tough conditions based on these questions you're asking <laughs> uh, we're just so tough water followers in the
8: situation you just exposed i would look for open water Um, It could be a deal of just going to a bigger body of water that didn't freeze. It may mean going to moving water, which is what I specialize in. Mm -hmm. I love going to rivers after freeze up. It really holds concentrations of birds. And honestly, uh, if the birds are still in the vicinity on some other open water that, say, you don't have the, the ability to hunt then absolutely I'll go to a field situation.
1: Now, uh, like for us right now, you've got half inch to an inch of ice on the ground right now, and then a couple of inches of snow on top of that. How do their feeding patterns change? Are they not, obviously they're not going to fields because... They're not going to grasses. Everything is frozen. What do they do?
8: They're going to move. Are if, they really? If you get that much ice cover, they're literally going to vacate the area. If there's cattle feedlots or things like that around... Certainly, some of the duffs will hit those areas, but by and large, snow they'll dig through. That's not a problem, especially even just a few inches, but... Once you get a layer of an inch of ice down there, you can kiss them goodbye within a couple days.
4: All right. As, say you're over at uh, at uh, Marion Reservoir, which is a big lake here in Kansas. You've got a lot of open water in the center, but you're on the edge. Uh, do, do you actually try to get out in boats? What do you try to do to get closer to them? Because, you know, they can take off almost vertically and get out of there. And by the time they fly over you, you know, they need oxygen. Big problem.
8: Um, <laughs> yeah. <Hopefully, laughs> The way that I hunt, I've got a big 20-foot all-well blind boat, and oh, wow. what I'll do is go out and bust the ice. If it's if it's reasonable, if it's more than about three inches, I won't mess with it. I'll just leave them alone. But yeah. uh, if it's something that I can break within reason, I'll literally motor out there, and if you've got any kind of wind blowing, I'll churn a big hole, and the wind will blow that thing open, and then your money then, you've got open water, other than where the ducks are, and it's it's gold then.
1: Yeah. All right. So we're talking to three-time world champion duck caller, Barney Caleb makes you watch Drake's migration nation on sportsman channel. Going to be returning early in July, going to be airing third and fourth quarter on sportsman channel. All right. Going back to something you said earlier about reading ducks. I most time, People read ducks that we hunt with like we read our wives. Not very well. (laughs) Always getting in trouble. Everyone thinks they are a world champion duck caller, even though we're not. How many times do you get in a blind and you're with some guys, Barney, and they don't know crap about duck hunting, but they think they are the world's best. They think they're the world's best caller. What do you tell them? I mean, do you speak up? Do you try to give guidance? How often do you run into this?
8: I run into it on a regular basis. Really, most guys—most guys in my stature. But understand this: I, I wake, work it two ways. If they're bad enough that they shouldn't be blowing the call, I'll say something <laughs> as light as possible. But what I usually do is, you know, most people will ask, you know, well, "Can I call too?" And I tell them, "Absolutely." Everybody calls at the dock. If some contest judges fly by, I'll take care of those. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, now, of course, we're in, we're in late January. What is your favorite time to hunt ducks? Is it like in late fall, early fall, or maybe late winter like now?
8: You know, it depends on the situation. I really like up my home base is in southeast South Dakota, and when we get those first really big cold fronts of the year, we'll get some massive migrations in there, and then you've got a lot of new birds that you can beat up on for three or four weeks. But there's something about late January uh, they just seem to let their guard down a little bit. And, again, some of that reverse migration, you're getting ducks coming north from south. It's almost like a spring situation. Hmm. So I don't have a favorite, but um, how about this? My favorite hunting situation would be in a blind boat, hunting water, killing Canada geese and mallard duck at the same time. Oh,
4: wow. Yeah. yeah. That sounds good. And I good. don't care if
8: that's Kansas or if it's North Dakota or where it is.
4: Hmm. Ah, you bet. Alright, hey, we gotta leave it right there We've been talking with Barney Caleb, And of course he has a program called Drake's Migration Nation That's right, now Mr. Barney To find out more about you Your show,
1: Drake's Migration Nation On Sportsman Channel May possibly get some calling tips Where can we find you online, buddy?
8: Mine is Oh, And Migration Nation, best way is to Go to Migration Nation Facebook page And be sure to like it That's right, now,
1: one last question Is it true, world champion duck callers Are the best kissers? I <laughs> How about this? I've been divorced twice. So that's a fallacy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Barney, Caleb, he is also very honest. <laughs> All right, great duck hunter, wonderful man, and he is honest. All right, Barney, Caleb, one more time. Drake's Migration Nation on Sportsman Channel. Gotta get to a break. Big shout out though to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Nissan. Mr. Barney, you're awesome, buddy. God bless you
8: you guys, see hey
4: stick around because coming up next we've got jared ream and alex joseph and they're a couple of guys with benelli and they uh put together a program called benelli presents to kill a king that's right we're gonna do a special two-part interview Two-parter. with them
1: don't go anywhere we're gonna bust some more birds we'll be right back stick around
3: so we're probably not adding to your IQ, but you already know that we're the number one outdoor radio show, so it probably doesn't matter. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Don't move. The boys will be right back.
7: The fireworks are going to fly during the Bass Pro Shop Summit Select. Anything can happen. Fighting to advance. Fighting to face the best. I've got nothing to lose. Major League Fishing Geico Selects Saturday at 2 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting,
4: fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Want to get your kids involved after the hunt? Try our new hot
3: dog making kit that they are sure to love. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for everything delicious. Visit us online at HIMTNJerky.com. That's HIMTNJerky.com.
0: Meet Sid. Sid doesn't. Check for traffic updates. Sid does. Simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid. The new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at Selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers
3: with Jim and Trev. We're doing some bird busting. Now here's a special two-part interview with Jared Ream and Alex Joseph from Benelli Presents to Kill a King on Outdoor Channel, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Silencer Shop. This is part one.
4: Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard from old Barney Calif, and he has a program called Drake's Migration Nation. It's not airing right now, but it will be in third and fourth quarter here in 2017. And if you ever miss old Barney, just hop on YouTube. Or paint yourself purple.
1: That's right. He's say, I love you. It's the same guy. <laughs> you know I it is. Love this guy. Old oh, Barney, make sure you watch Drake's Migration Nation on Sportsman Channel. Fantastic show. Just now being joined, though, by Mr. Jared Ream, and he's the producer of... Benelli Presents To Kill a King. Yeah, plus Alex Joseph and he- he is the director. You know what I say about Fidelli, right? What's that? King of the Rock! Oh, that's it. <laughs> Shotguns for sale.
4: Laurent. rent. <laughs> That'd be
1: pretty cool, right?
4: That'd be our gun shop. All
1: right, anyways, make sure you watch Benelli Presents To Kill A King. This is a special two-part series airing on Outdoor Channel. Uh, part one is going to be January 23rd, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. That is a Monday. Second part, January 30th. Uh, that is a Monday as well, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. They planned it that way. Now, let's talk real quick, guys. Welcome to the show, uh, Jared and Alex, uh, the Super Black. Black Eagle 3, just released this week. This episode is actually kind of coinciding with the release um, of the Super Black Eagle, because once again, and so is this interview. You guys do know that the Super Black Eagle is... Yeah. King of the road! <laughs> Isn't it? Jared, that's true, right? <laughs> well, you know, the,
10: the Super Black Eagle series has had quite a history with Benelli, so um, Super Black Eagle 3 is going to offer a number of new features on it, Um Everyone uh, can go to benelliusa.com and check that out. But uh, you know, the, this project was kind of born out of um, out of a uh, test for this gun. We really wanted to put it through the ringer and take it through the toughest conditions. Uh, in the past, you know, we've done uh, we've taken our Vinci series guns down to Argentina. We've uh, taken Ethos to uh, South Africa for some high volume hunts. But uh, we wanted to do something a little bit different with this, and we we wanted to take it up to kind of the toughest weather conditions that any waterfowler is ever going to face uh, up in St. Paul, Alaska. So, uh, you know, the, the project kind of got born out of that and we were uh, brought on uh, Under Armour and Heavy Shot into this and uh, brought on Sub-7 to actually produce it and, uh, you know, Alex kind of came up with how to format this show and, uh, you know, it, We went on from there.
1: Yeah, now, I mean, St. Paul Island, that's 300 miles off the coast of BFE, guys. (laughs) There is nothing out there. You're going after King Eider, hence the title, Benelli Presents, to kill a king. I mean, this is like, you don't get any more backwoods remote than this. If things go south, there's nowhere to go. You better hope you end up in Hawaii. I mean, you are screwed, guys. You better (laughs) have good equipment when you're there, Right. Oh, it's got to be the
9: best. I remember one of the guys the first day we were heading out, we were asking about life preservers, and they don't call them life preservers up there. They call them body
1: markers. (laughs) (laughs) It just helps the body float so nicely out there. Yeah, it allows them to, to
9: collect it later on. You know, you can only survive for a few minutes in that water. So what's incredible, you know, Benelli had the foresight to do this in one of the locations that People, people are already watching these locations on TV, and they not—they don't even really know it. This is where they produce deadliest catch. We're in the same waters as the crab boats. Oh wow! We're in a—we're in a fifteen-foot Zodiac the whole time not a uh, a 112 foot uh, crab boat yeah you're
4: (laughs) bouncing around like a a cork in a wash tub out there now now one of the things that uh, you know trav and i are big waterfowlers and we have never thought about going after the king eider now that's a sea duck and there's a lot of species of sea duck but this is like the coup de uh, gras of of uh, hunting waterfowl isn't it it is it is and you
10: know there you got a limit of four so you're not going to kill a lot of them, but, uh, you know, they're just something it's, it's, they're tough to see. They come fast. Um, they hide behind waves. So, you know, they'll pop up for a second above a wave and then the wave covers them up. So, you know, it, it's a really tough hunt. Um, but it's something, you know, you're in, you're in such a remote location for this. You're out in, you know, high seas. Um, as Alex said, we are in 15 foot boats, huge swells and the weather just changes so quickly out there. You have, uh, salt water to contend with and there's this uh, you know volcanic ash that's in the water out there because that island is a volcanic island and it's just it's really it's it's a tough hunt but it is it's something that you always remember.
1: Yeah, being joined by Jared Reem and Alex Joseph uh, from Benelli Presents to Kill a King. One more time. Uh, the first part of this, this is a two-part series going to air on Outdoor Channel, January 23rd. That is 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Then January 30th, that is 9 p.m. Eastern Time. The following month, it will air on Sportsman Channel. All right, so, guys, you are up there. You know, when people think about going up there, I mean, we're going after Brown Bear. We're going after Moose. We're going after Sheep. Is this common for people to go after King Eider? Well,
9: what's interesting is the outfitter
1: who works up there and and has
9: kind of made his his he's he stuck his flag in in this little spot out here on St. Paul. You know, guys were killing King Eiders for a lot of years previous, but it was just kind of happenstance. There's some small populations that'll drift down further further south onto some of the larger, more populated islands, but nobody was up here hunting here and. and What St. Paul, its location is incredible because the way that these birds migrate down is they basically kind of get pushed further south as the ice starts to form each winter. And then they hit around the St. Paul area and the Aleutian uh, chain of islands, and there's a large shelf that drops off there. And at that point, all these birds basically start heading west to Russia. And so this is kind of the last bastion, the last point of civilization, if you want to call it that, that you can get to where you can get out and actually have some form of infrastructure where they've got they have an airport. They've got the ability to get you in and out. Now it's rudimentary, and the flights are really long. But they have this—they have some form of uh, of infrastructure so that you can actually get out and do these things. And that's all made possible by the crab operations that they have going on on the island. You bet. Hey.
4: Guys, can you stick around for a second part? This is so good. we got to find out more about this. Sounds good. All right. Sounds
1: good to me. All right. Returning after the break will be Jared Ream, also Alex Joseph uh, from Benelli Presents to Kill a King. Make sure you watch it January 23rd. That is Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Part two of that. It is a two-part series. It's going to be January 30th. Once again, Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Nissan. We will return. Right after this with Part 2. The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Fifteen years of broadcasting
3: excellence. Yeah, so sometimes you may disagree with what we have to say. Well, tough turds. Stay tuned. The boys will continue
7: next. There was a time vultures would indicate that they'd been a predator. In today's Africa, vultures indicate something a lot more sinister poachers. My name is Ivan Carter, conservationist and wildlife investigator. In this wildlife human conflict, I'm often called in to seek out the truth. This specific group of people has got to be stopped. It's going to be a bad couple of hours to be a poacher right now. Carter's War, all new season, Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern
5: on Outdoor Channel.
3: Chardonnay Finishing Sauce is one of the many tasty treats that awaits you at High Mountain Seasonings. Order your jerky and sausage kits, snack and sticks, marinades, rubs and shakers, and more by going to HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com.
0: Meet Sid. Sid doesn't text back. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid. The new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at Selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers. We're bird-busting this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav.
3: Now, let's get back to Jared Reem and Alex Joseph from Benelli Presents to Kill King on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Cinch, Cabela's, and High Mountain Seasonings.
4: This is part two. Hey, we're back. Before the break, you guys missed a really, really good interview with old uh, Jared Reem and Alex Joseph. Talking about Benelli presents
1: to kill the king. That's right. Now this is a special two-part series airing on Outdoor Channel. First one, January 23rd. That is a Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Second part, January 30th, Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. They are focusing on obviously the King Eider just off the island of St. Paul. Yeah. Now you guys were telling us during the break. Uh, once again, welcome back, guys, for part two, uh, Jared Ream and Alex Joseph, about how treacherous the conditions were up there. St. Paul Island. Real um, at best. And how you guys lost literally all of your uh, camera equipment. Camera equipment is gone. Everything is just trashed. But how did this new Super Black Eagle 3 hold up, Uh, plus your Under Armour gear, heavy shot? Did it fail? Did you find a weakness? Did it perform up to your expectations, guys? Well, the equipment held up great. And,
10: uh, you know, getting out into those kind of conditions kind of shows you the importance of having good equipment, good ammunition, good clothing, a good gun. You know, you get so few opportunities to actually get at these birds. So, you know, when you you raise that gun, you want to make sure that it's going to go off. So uh, as far as equipment went, you know, it was part of the strategy of getting some of the best sponsors in this. You know, Benelli, Heavy Shot, and Under Armour, um, everything worked out great. You know, you get out in those boats, and you're you're sitting on your knees for a long time just waiting for birds to come. You get cold. So, you know, without the right equipment, it's going to be a tough trip.
4: Yeah. Now, now the uh, I, the, the King Eider, they're a, about the size of a, a large mallard, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so you, you you shot four while you were up there.
10: Yep, and that's your limit is four. Um, so every person that was up there, you know, actually limited out. So um, you know, it was four for each people, each person.
9: Well, I didn't limit out. I didn't get my <laughs> limit. I was behind the camera, but I did get a chance to pull it <laughs> for the first time I think ever on a hunting show. Where someone's like, "Hey, you you should get a chance to hunt too." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not turning this down, absolutely." <laughs> <And> <laughs> so you know, you talk about having one chance, one opportunity. We had a pair of drakes come by, and I pulled the SB3 up, touched it off, the heavy shot, dumped it, and you can't you can't replace that that feeling, right? So you, everything worked the way it was supposed to. Nothing malfunctioned, especially when you get one shot like that, one chance, and. Uh, You know, the first thing I did was pre-order one. Like, No, I'm going to need one of those. We're going to have to have one of
4: those. (laughs) Now, now, uh, did you bring them back to be mounted? Uh, Because that would be a great mount to have, especially in my office. Uh, Or did you eat them? If so, it was about $4,000 a pound.
10: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Actually, they're all mounted. And uh, actually, you know, we're out at SHOT Show right now. All those mounted birds are in our booth.
1: So Holy yeah. cow. That's cool, man. I bet when you guys come back down here to lower 48, you're like hunting the sloughs of Louisiana. That seems like a country club yeah. <laughs> compared to St. Paul, doesn't it?
4: <laughs>
1: After
9: being through that, yes. <laughs> but you appreciate it. You know, you appreciate it more. You, know, you don't want to go it's hunt like those guys do every day up there. You know, it's. we had one day up there. You were talking about the weather. I mean, Saint Paul's famous for terrible weather. Yeah. And the first couple of days of the trip were were pretty well a cakewalk. I mean, we had gone out there and it was a it was a long way to get out there, but we you know, we had nice conditions for the first couple of days. So we were starting to kind of wonder whether Saint Paul was gonna live up to its reputation. Yeah. On day four, I think it was. It sure did. So mm-hmm. we, uh, we had a a, 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 serious storm blow in. We, it was blowing 80, 90 miles an hour. We had 27 foot waves. The trucks were rocking back off. The doors were getting ripped off vehicles when you'd open them up. Um, it was incredible. We had boat ramps destroyed and it looked like we we're going to lose the last day of hunting to that, that one storm because once it kicks up that ocean, it takes forever to die back down. So it became a waiting game of wondering when we were going to be able to get back onto the water um, to even be able to go out and hunt safely. Um, and part two of the series, we'll uh, will we'll talk about that and, and what it took to get back out there.
1: Now, at some point in time, either you, Jared, or you, Alex, did you think, what in the hell? am I doing? I mean, this is the day just. The I signed up for the project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> the words of your wife, you know, rang
4: in your ears.
1: <laughs> Holy crap. I would think there is no way at all I'm doing this, man. Oh, God. That is insane. You know, I think one of the things that, you know, duck hunters are
9: extreme guys, right? They yes. always have been, but they, they love it. And I've been around enough of these really serious waterfowlers to see this common thread now. And any one of them would go out and do this. It's not that they wouldn't do it in the United States or in the, in the lower 48 anyway, it's because it just doesn't have that same level of intensity. But when you go up there, you know, a true waterfowler emerges every time because he's going to be the first one out in the morning. He's going to be the first one wanting to go chase these ducks because, well, they're flying around out there. What are we doing inside?
1: Well, you had Tony Vandemore who's the co-owner of Habitat Flats. He was the, you know, the host on this show. I mean, at least he's out there hunting. I mean, you guys are crazier than everybody because four or five days you were there to just film it. You know, <laughs> I mean, oh my, you guys got the shaft big time.
10: Yeah, well, you know, documenting stuff like that is, you know, it's a passion too. You know, <laughs> it's 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 a good job to have. You know, it's thrilling. You know, it's fun to be part of the sport and you know a different aspect and you know kind of showing what waterfowlers go through. So. uh, you know, it's a lot of
1: fun. Alright, so talking with Alex Joseph, he is the director of Benelli Presents uh, To Kill a King, also Jared Reem and he is the producer. Now guys, to find out more about Benelli Presents To Kill a King, one more time, the first episode of this two-part series, January 23rd, that is 9pm Eastern Time, then January 30th, that is 9pm Eastern Time, the following month, it will air on Sportsman Channel. Alright, so guys, Jared and Alex, if we want to find out more about you guys. Where do we have to head to online to do that?
10: Uh, You can look at BenelliUSA.com the information for the show will be on there and uh, the information for uh, the Super Black Eagle 3
1: will be on there as well. You bet. Those are words to live by. Alright, check out the Super Black Eagle 3 today. Uh, you gotta pick yourself up one, five, maybe six, buy me one. That there you go. Really nice. I'd be your bestie like forever. <laughs> Mr. Alex, Mr. Uh, Jared Dude, thank you guys so
4: much. We greatly appreciate you and God bless. Thanks, thank you guys. too. You bet. Hey, coming up next is John Gector and of course he has an outfit called Rainy Skies uh, Goose Hunters. Goose Hunters or or waterfowl or waterfall he, he shoots birds in the sky that have webbed feet yeah pretty
1: cool hi right, he is up next ready skies waterfowl john gechter don't go anywhere
3: can't get enough of jim and trav on the radio well we find that hard to believe but just in case there's jim and trav in cyberspace facebook twitter instagram and at jim and trav.com go there now and the revolution will return in a few moments
7: Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This should be good. The new app from Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network.
9: That's what we've been looking for.
7: Stream or download from the largest library of hunting, fishing, and shooting sports content you can't get anywhere else. If y'all want more? I'm gonna give you more. Get some! Thousands of episodes, all at your fingertips. Sign up with promo code Radio at myoutdoorTV.com. Running. Located
4: in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and a affordable dining options this is the ideal setting to turn hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories live hawaiian entertainment every evening free year-round children's programs weekly arts and crafts fairs welcome breakfast and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value swim in the whale-shaped pool indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon enjoy hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800 262 8450 or go to
7: kbhmaui.com.
3: That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trev. Now, here's John Gector from Raining Skies Waterfowl, brought to you by Cinch Sing at CinchGenes.com
4: now here are the boys hey we're back if you're just joining us you missed one heck of a great interview we had jared reams and also alex joseph uh, there are a couple of guys with benelli's and they have a program called benelli presents to kill a king that was just jared reams with both of them he's, he's reams yeah anyways make sure you watch
1: uh benelli presents to kill a king special two-part series they are going to have on Outdoor Channel. First one's going to be January 23rd, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Yes. And what are, what are you going to do that Monday? I'm going to watch that. What are you going to watch? To Kill a King. Benelli. It's Benelli Presents. Presents to kill, to kill a King. All right. So just now being joined by Mr. John Gector. And he is with Raining, Raining Skies Waterfall. That's right. Just outside of Denver. By the way, this is brought to you by Cinch. Hop online. Check him out. Cinchjeans.com. All right. So, Mr. John, welcome to the show. But you were telling us during the break, um, you got about a month left. Of a goose, season, of goose there. season there in Colorado. You guys have been scouting uh, really hard. Endlessly. Let's talk about your setup. Because Jimbo and I have always heard, when in doubt, spread your decoys spread out. Spread them out. What does your decoy spread look like right now? What What is your setup? What are you guys doing, John, right now? To the sucker them in. To attract the geese.
6: What I do with spreads is we read the birds. If we're on the X, we go left. Oh, yeah. So we might run five to ten dozen if we're sitting on the X. And that's where the birds want to be. If we're out and we're trying to get close to the axe, just get under the birds, we'll throw out anywhere from 40 to 80 dozen. It's just whatever we're reading, how many birds is on that axe that we're feeding right now? There's a good concentration of birds out here right now. So we're, uh, like right now today, we're actually running the axe. So we've got about 80 dozen out today. Holy cow.
4: Holy cow. That's, that's a heck of a lot. Now the thing is, are they coming, are the are they uh, feeding on wheat or are they feeding on grain?
6: Right now, they're feeding on grain in a cornfield, and we're actually drawing them into wheat. Oh, really?
4: I thought that when the weather was colder, they, they stuck more to the grain, but they must like that wheat, huh?
6: Well, yeah, they do, but, you know, it's snowing out here pretty good right now. So when they're snowing, you know, they get a little bit, uh, you know, I, I use the term loosely, but they'll get a little dumber because that snow gets in their face and, and so on and so forth. But, uh, you know, the bigger thing is, is if you're reading your birds, you get under them. You set your spread like you've seen them the day before. You mm-hmm. set them just like that. Like today, we're right across the street from the X. So all we're doing, we set the spread just like we scouted them yesterday, and we're pulling them right to us.
1: All right, 80 dozen decoys. That is a lot like work. <laughs> How? I mean, <laughs> holy crap, dude. That's a, a second full-time job. How long does it take for you guys to set that up properly?
6: It, it takes us about an hour to get it set up
4: oh wow really wow go
6: yep, the pit ground you know the you know the pit lines are already in the ground you just throw out some buckets you know heaters of course to stay warm the snacks for the day but it takes a bit to put them out i mean uh you know all of our pits are eight-man pits so we've got eight guys out there getting work done and when you got eight guys you can get it done fairly quick
4: yeah now uh, when you're when you're shooting what's the range that you're shooting at do you get them in real close are you able to call oh, yeah. call them in yeah, i I Oh, yeah. We call them in. Uh, I use uh,
6: Gander Valley Custom Calls with uh, Mark Baca. Uh, all the birds we shoot, we shot well over uh, four or 500 this year. And the furthest bird that we pulled the trigger on when I said take him is about 20 yards. Oh, We will really? not shoot them unless they're in the spread. We won't shoot them the on, on, uh, going over the top. You educate birds, and it makes it tougher as the season goes on. All right.
1: So, John Gector, rainy Skies Waterfowl. Now, let, let's talk a little bit more about calling because... Is simple calling often the best approach to take? I mean, we don't need these fancy notes and crazy sounds. You just really need to have the fundamentals down, correct?
6: Yes. You don't, you don't need to get fancy with birds. Um, you know, there's contest calling and then there's guys that shoot birds calling. (laughs) And when you're calling birds, you read them. Yeah. You read what the bird's doing. The bird tells you what it likes. You might go through a series of notes and, and you got to be able to look at them birds. And that note you spit out, when they like that note, that's the one you stick to. Yes. And you bring them in. And we've got several different species and we've got large geese, we've got in-between geese, we've got small geese, which we refer to as chickens out here. And those <laughs> are the, those are the lessers. And, <laughs> you know, the lessers, they take a lot more call because they're more of a noisier bird. Um, so you got to really get on them, cluck them hard. When you're when you're dealing with the big toads, it's just a little cluck and a moan. It doesn't take much to bring those in. Once you get them coming to you, we use flags to get them coming to us. And once you get them coming, then you just read them and you cluck and moan them in. You don't want to say too much. If you're if you're saying too much, you can bust big birds out of the hole.
4: Yeah, you're a lot like Felix the Cat. You got so many tricks in that bag uh, to be able to bring these guys in. Now, what uh, what kind of uh, guns do you use, and what kind of shot is most effective this time of year?
6: Well, you got to use still shot for waterfowl. Um, I'm a big fan of heavy metal. Been using that for about the last seven, eight years, and and over the years of, of hunting for uh, 35 plus years, you know, heavy metal does the trick. Since we switched from lead, I mean, yeah. it really stones them, kills them, kills them on the spot, and that's what the goal is.
4: Yeah, I like the ones that are called Ozzy Osborne. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. Now you know, um, as far as shotguns, yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of good shotguns out there. Uh, you know, I like Benelli in particular myself. Um, And I also got a new Browning Auto 5, and it's treated me great this season.
5: Oh, wow. Um,
6: Yeah, like on a day like today, I just can't leave my uh, Benelli's at home. Uh, I've never had a Benelli stick on me. I've had them dropped into ponds, rivers, fields snow they just keep on going
1: you know one thing you have went back to several times in this interview which is key and that is scouting people need to spend more time scouting put more emphasis on it and they will be successful won't they
6: oh absolutely i spend more money in fuel scouting than i do going to the pit because if i don't scout I know it's a mediocre day, but if I go scout and find the birds, I know what I'm getting into the next
4: morning. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with John Gector, and of course, he is a waterfowl hunter extraordinaire.
1: That's right. Make sure you check out Raining Skies Waterfowl. Now, you'll soon have a Facebook page up, right? Possibly have a little yes. merchandise we can check out? Oh, absolutely. We're going to have sweatshirts, hats, all kinds of good stuff. That's right. And this interview has been presented to you by Cinch. Make sure you hop online, check out cinchjeans.com. You can find all sorts of jackets, hoodies, boots, everything you You need to outfit you for your next hunting adventure. Mr. John, it has been so awesome talking with you, buddy. God bless, man. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you very much.
3: Feed on the Revolution's social media buffet, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at JimandTrav.com. Punch it up now, and the Revolution with Jim and
5: Trav will return in a moment. Introducing a pickup truck so tough, so rugged, you become a real man just by sitting in it. So get ready to outwork and outlast any other pickup on the planet. Sound familiar? Pickup truck ads will do anything to make their truck sound invincible. But let's get real. No truck lasts forever. The more miles, the more repairs. It's just common sense. Yet most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for just three years, 36,000 miles. (laughs) That isn't much of a long haul for most truckers. So when you hear claims like, All-time toughest truck in the world! You know it doesn't mean much, unless they can back it up. That's why we built the 2017 Nissan Titan to work hard and backed it with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. Now that's a hardcore truck warranty. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan family of trucks. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. Right now, watch thousands
7: of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This should be good. The new app from Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network.
9: That's what we've been looking
7: for. Stream or download from the largest library of hunting, fishing, and shooting sports content you can't get anywhere else. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. Get some! Thousands of episodes, all at your fingertips. Sign up with promo code RADIO at myoutdoortv.com.
3: Introducing the fastest, most effective way to clean your gun barrel, the new Remington Squeegee to use it. Simply scrub your bore with a wire brush and a few drops of Remington's All-In Cleaner to loosen any fouling. Then attach your Remington squeegee to the end of a cleaning rod or cable. And with one pull through the bore, you're done. Fast, easy, and completely reusable. Say goodbye to your father's old gun cleaning patches and hello to 21st century gun care technology. Look for it at your favorite sporting goods retailer.
7: Goodbye, my sweet beloved friends. It's never goodbye! It's just till next time.
3: Well, that's a wrap on this week's Revolution with Jim and Trav. Remember, you can always stay in touch with the boys at JimandTrav.com.
4: Hey, what a great waterfall show. And you know what? Next week, I'm going to watch Benelli Presents To Kill a King. That's right. That is going to be Monday,
1: January 23rd, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Got to watch it for part one. And once again, a big thanks, though, to Jared Ream. Also, Alex Joseph, Barney
4: Califf, John Gector, Mrs. Bonnie. We're busting birds on today show? This was great! You bet. Hey, we want to thank our 550 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, or producer Mark Paneri and Frank the Sound Guy. That's
1: right, Mrs. Bunny, you're going to get some kids outdoors this weekend. Absolutely. Have some snowball fights. Yep. And introduce them to maybe uh, what What are you going to do? Um, icicle spears. Icicle spears. <laughs> icicle spear throwing, yeah. You're going to throw them at pheasants, maybe? Maybe so. That'd yeah, be we'll great. Alright, so anyways, you know, this weekend we've had some terrible weather. Uh, please stay safe. Make sure you bundle up. If you don't have to go out, don't go out. All right, so got to get to a break. We will return next week, we promise. God bless you, boys and girls. We love you. Miss Bunny, want to say anything? See you guys next week. Next week. Don't stab anybody with those ice spears or whatever. <laughs> All right, God bless. Peace out. America rules!